I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. In a corporate training class that I do for several of my clients called How to Thrive in the Hybrid Workplace, and I have the version of that for management and the version of that for direct reports, individual contributors, I teach about the importance of being visible. It's always been important to be seen, and yes, I am saying that with air quotes, be seen in your organization, but it's even more important that you make a concerted effort to do so in the world of virtual and hybrid work. In fact, Harvard Business Review even ran a story on it recently. But it's not just a recent phenomenon. Visibility has always been important. Many years ago, I gave a keynote speech at a corporate event. I was the last thing on the formal agenda for the day, and my session was followed by a networking reception. After I finished speaking, there was a line of people waiting to talk to me, which is pretty much the norm after I speak. Some people want to stop by and introduce themselves. Some people share experiences that are similar to stories that I might have told on stage. And some people want to ask me a question or get some advice. One woman in the line definitely wanted some advice. And she told me her frustration of being passed over for a promotion three separate times. I'll call her Katie for today. That was not her real name. But Katie told me the frustration of having better credentials, having worked at the organization longer, and just felt like she was more qualified in at least two of the three cases. She said, what's going on here? What am I doing wrong? And the question I asked her was absolutely and directly about visibility. I said, how well known are you in the organization? And she threw up her hands in frustration and she said, does that really matter? I am so sick of having to be known. And I said, yes, your visibility in the organization absolutely matters. It matters tremendously. And to drive the point home for her, I asked her this question. I said, imagine that you had just recently moved here to Minneapolis. This event happened to be in my uh, my town of Minneapolis. And you were driving a Honda Civic and your Honda Civic needed some repairs or some attention. Let's just say the check engine light came on and you're new to the city. And so you hopped online and you did a little research and you found that there was a Honda dealership near your house that got good reviews on Yelp. There was an independent mechanic who had expertise on Hondas, also not too far from your house got great reviews as well. And um, a third place that just kind of serviced all kinds of different makes and models of cars. And it also had 
good reviews on Yelp. And so you're thinking about which one of these should I take my car to? Well, then you happen to notice your neighbor who lives in the apartment just down the hall pull up into the parking lot in their Honda Civic and you introduce yourself and chat with them for a bit, ask them how long they've had their Honda Civic and where they take it to get serviced. Lo and behold, it's one of those three places that you've already researched and they all had pretty similar reviews. You ask them which place they go to. Again, it's one of those same three. And you ask how their service is and how, you know, if they've been a satisfied client. And they just start raving about how amazing this place is. So I said, you know, could you relate to that? Oh, yeah, yeah. She completely related to that. Katie completely related to that. And so then I asked her, well, is your decision made? And she said, oh, yeah, my decision's totally made. If they're raving about one of the three, that I've already researched and vetted, then yeah, my decision's made. And so I didn't have to do much by way of explanation that in corporate life, it's not too dissimilar. When all other things being equal, one person is more well-known and has more raving fans, then yeah, that person's going to get the promotion. So then Katie asked, well, what can I do? How do I become more visible? And some of what I shared with her, I'll be sharing with you, but in a slightly different fashion, because today's content is really geared toward how to stay visible in the hybrid and virtual environment. So keep in mind the story I just shared with you about Katie was many, many years before COVID came along. It's much harder and more nuanced to be visible in the virtual or hybrid office. But just like Katie, that audience member who got passed over for the promotion three times, you need to be visible in your organization. I'm going to share three tips for being visible on those days when you're working from home, or for those of you who are working from home on a more or less full-time basis, you'll use these almost exclusively. And then I'll also share three tips for being visible on the days when you're in the office. So if you're on a hybrid schedule where you're working from home a couple of days a week and in the office a couple of days a week, I've got some different tips for you for those days that you're in the office. And for those of you who are working almost exclusively from home, but do get into the office, maybe it's even once or twice a month, I want you to use the tips for visibility in the office on those days. These tips are super important, not only to your career advancement and of course, getting paid well, but also for getting more interesting projects, feeling connected to the organization, making friends at work and being remembered by others, others that you've maybe never even met in person. So grab a pen and paper because you are going to want to take some notes on this episode. Let's start with the days when you're working from home. Imagine you're on Zoom or Teams or WebEx or whatever platform that your organization uses. Literally, be visible. That is your first tip. That means turn your camera on and have good lighting. Even if others don't, even if that's not the norm for your team, be bold, be brave, turn your camera on and set a good example. You'd be surprised how many people tell me, oh, I wait and see what other people are doing. If nobody turns their camera on, I don't turn mine on. But if a couple of other people turn their cameras on, well, then I hop on board and turn my camera on too. So others will likely follow suit. Set a good example and set the tone. You're a professional. Look the part. Be dressed professionally. Turn your camera on. 
Now, another part of looking professional on camera is having decent lighting. Now, you don't have to have studio grade lighting. You don't have to have the kind of lighting setup that I have in my office, but you do need something because chances are the overhead lighting or natural lighting in your home office space isn't going to cut it to make you look professional. You can get a ring light for $10 to $15 on any of the online marketplaces out there. And it comes with a little tripod. You set it up on your desk right behind the camera that you're looking into, which is probably going to be your laptop. And it gives you nice lighting. You can adjust the intensity and usually you can adjust the color of the lighting too. So that if one shade makes you a little look a little washed out, you can change the warmth of the color to suit you. It doesn't have to be a ring light. You might also find a lamp, much like the lamps that are behind me in my home office. I could take the lampshade off and move that to just behind my laptop. That's the camera that I'm using to record this podcast and that I use for most of the things that I do online. And you could then have that lamp without its shade be your good lighting. You might have to experiment with how close or far away, as well as experiment with the wattage that you have in the lamp bulb to get the right type of lighting so that you're not too washed out and that it's not too far away or casting weird shadows. I've also heard people use something crazy like a tangle of holiday lights to make themselves look awesome. And holiday lights are great because they're not too bright and you can string them around or just bunch them up in a ball. There's a lot of different ways that you can work with a string of old holiday lights to make your lighting look fabulous. Here are a few things to avoid as you're thinking about lighting. Avoid being backlit too much. Now, a little bit of backlighting helps. It's not essential, but it does help take shadows away from the lights that are in front of you. In fact, in my office setup, that's part of the reason that I use lamps behind me because I've got a set of professional lights pointing at me and then the lamps behind me take away any shadow that professional lighting kit might cause. Also avoid sitting in front of a window with bright outdoor lights. Now, sometimes it's unavoidable that you're going to sit in front of a window because maybe you're officing out of the bedroom and you just don't want people seeing your bed in the background. So you're facing the bed with a window behind you. Just make sure you pull the shade or the curtains on that window to dull and dim that lighting because otherwise that backlighting is going to make you look really dark and it's going to be very difficult for people to see your facial features. A couple of other things to avoid are bad shadows or sitting too far away from the camera because those things are going to really diminish your literal visibility. Remember, prior to the pandemic, if if you feel uncomfortable at all, just remember that prior to the pandemic, when you were in the office every day, yeah, everyone could see you. Everyone could see you. So make yourself visible. Literally be visible. That is your first tip on those days when you are working from home. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. 
when life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. Tip number two for working from home, have either a professional or plain background or blur your background. Remember in tip one, when I was talking about potentially having a window behind you, well, if you have something that's less than professional, say for example, that bed behind you, you could just simply use the blur feature on the meeting platform that you're using. And that will just take away any suspicion or distraction of what might be behind you. Also, a good choice is just a plain wall or something that has maybe a little bit of art on it, a wall that has maybe a picture hanging on it or something like that, just so long as that it's not too busy and too distracting. A plain background is just fine. Now, I can't stress this enough that sometimes people are tempted to use the virtual background option within their meeting platform. And if you're not familiar with the virtual background, that is uploading a stock photo to be your background. Now, I cannot stress this enough that it is very risky to do that. And you can check out episode 35 of the Working Conversations podcast, One Big Thing You Might Be Doing Wrong on Video. Hint, hint, it has to do with your background, especially using the virtual background in your meeting platform where your background is, again, that stock photo that's either uploaded or using one of the backgrounds that's maybe already preloaded in the meeting platform you might just literally disappear into that stock photo. And again, you can check out episode 35 of the Working Conversations podcast, One Big Thing You Might Be Doing Wrong on Video, to learn more about visibility, staying visible, and really double-checking your choice to use those virtual backgrounds. We want you to be remembered for all the right reasons, not for disappearing into the virtual background and all that's visible is your hands and occasionally your face. So check that out if you're concerned at all about uh, using a virtual background. Tip number three for staying visible when you are working from home, speak up in meetings. Read the agenda in advance. Decide in advance how you're going to participate. Why are you invited to this meeting? What can you add to the discussion? What questions can you ask that will further the conversation or maybe raise issues or concerns that others might not have thought of? How does your individual subject matter expertise really add value? That's where you can be seen and be remembered for adding value. Now, if you are either somewhat shy or feel socially awkward on camera or um, just are more of an introvert, then it's more important than ever for you to read the agenda in advance and really think about how you can add value. Because I want you to speak up. I want you to contribute in that meeting because that is a key component of you being visible and it's going to help you be remembered. All right. So your three tips for when you are working from home Tip number one, literally be visible. Turn your camera on and have good lighting. Tip number two, have a professional or blurred background. Tip number three, speak up in meetings. All right, now let's go on to days when you're actually in the office. Now here you might just simply think you're going to be visible by being there. That's not the case. 
Remember Katie from my opening story? She was there every single day because this was way before the pandemic and she wasn't visible. Now, if you commute into the office and head into the building and sit at your desk all day long, rarely speaking to anyone, well, that's not really much different from working from home. In fact, it could be worse. You might be under the illusion that you're visible, like Katie was, but maybe you're not in any online meetings and you're rarely in in in-person meetings on those days. And simply put, if that's the case, you are not visible. So here are three tips for you to be more visible on those days when you're in the office. Tip number one, get up and walk around. (laughs) And in case you haven't heard, sitting is the new smoking. As in, sitting at your desk all day is bad for your health. So get up and walk around. It'll do your body good and it will do your reputation in the office good as well. Now, this is also true at home as well as in the office. For your health, we want you to get up and walk around. But in the office, at least there are more places to walk to and there are people to see when you're walking around. So use a restroom on a different floor and, you know, Take the stairs too, for good measure. Say hello to the people that you meet along the way. Stop and chat for a few minutes when you run into someone you know. Smile and say hello when you see people that you don't know. So you're going to get up and walk around. You'll walk to get coffee. You'll walk to get your water bottle refilled. Again, choose a different restroom than the one that's closest to your office so you get a few more steps in and maybe, just maybe, you see some people that you wouldn't ordinarily see. And again, you're going to smile and say hello. Step number two for visibility on those days when you are in the office, make a point to meet people that you don't know who are there on the same days when you're there, even if they're not on your team. They may have been hired during the pandemic, or maybe you were. And in either case, it's good for business and good for the culture for people to know one another. Plus, you'll never know where it will lead. One time when my oldest child was very small and I dropped him off at daycare at pretty much the same time every day, there was another woman dropping off her children at daycare at just the same time every day. And we always said hello to each other. We never really stopped and talked. But then I saw her at a professional conference. We were in the same field and we had a working familiarity with one another because we dropped our children off at the same time. We were both professors of communication. How bizarre is that? And then, of course, we struck up a friendship that has lasted to this day. And I kid you not, that was more than 20 years ago. So you never know where it will lead when you say hello to people that you don't know when you introduce yourself and literally, in this case, make a friend. And, you know, that's one of the things that we're missing the most in the work from home and hybrid work formats is we're missing our work friends. We're missing our work BFF and making friends at work. So making a point to meet people that you don't know will set you up for greater visibility. And again, who knows where it will lead. Tip number three for visibility in the office, be approachable, smile and appear friendly, make eye contact. Whether you're in a meeting or in the hall, sometimes we're so wrapped up in our own thoughts that we don't outwardly seem approachable. So instead of doing that, instead of being buried in your phone or buried in your thoughts, lift your head up, look directly at others and open your body language, sit or stand with your shoulders back, keep your upper body open while you're engaged in conversation or even before a conversation starts. 
If that sounds odd to you, give it a try in the name of experiment and see what happens. And no matter what you do, stay off your phone. Being distracted by looking at your phone indicates to others that you do not want to interact. So let me give you a quick recap of all six tips. For visibility when you're working from home, literally be visible with good lighting and being on camera. Tip number two, have a professional or blurred background that's not distracting to others. Step number three, speak up in meetings. Bring your voice to the table. And a quick recap of the tips for being visible when you are in the office on those days when you go to the office. Number one, walk around, get up from your desk. It's good for your health. It's good for your relationships. It's good for business and it's good for the organizational culture. Number two, introduce yourself to people you don't know. You never know where it will lead. And number three, be approachable. Keep your head up, keep your eyes open, make eye contact and smile. Now in both the work from home and the work from the office tips, you'll notice that I have not recommended that you interrupt somebody else who's working. I didn't say stop by and say hello. It didn't say any of those things. It's harder than ever for many professionals to get blocks of uninterrupted time, whether they're working from home or working from the office. Now, you might not be one of them, but you must respect that others may be focused on independent work and your interruption may not be welcome. So use the six tips that I shared to avoid interrupting other people during their focused work time, but still maximize your ability to be seen in the organization. Because you know why? I want you to get the best projects to work on. I want you to get raises and promotions. I want you to never be passed over anything like Katie was, the woman in my audience all those many years ago. I want you to be visible. Even if it means getting outside of your comfort zone, consider it part of your job and certainly part of your career strategy. So get out there and be visible. Let me know which one of these six tips works the best for you. You can always drop me a DM on Instagram or find me on any of the other social channels. If you've enjoyed this episode and you know a friend or colleague who could learn a thing or two from listening to it, please share it with them. I thank you in advance for spreading the word about this podcast and specifically about this episode and the importance of being visible. I know if the situation were reversed, you would do the same for me. Until next time, my friend, be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.